0: Okay, we're back in a Wednesday with some big news that is further establishing Toronto as a tech hub. Facebook's parent company, Meta, launching a new engineering hub in Toronto, all part of its ambitions to build out what they call the metaverse. For more on that, let's welcome in tech expert, Carmi Levy, who joins us now. Carmi, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Jeff. Great to be here.
0: Great to have you as always. Okay, this is a big deal that comes with a, a fairly big number of jobs, Carmi.
1: Huge, uh, 2,500 jobs, in fact. And uh, most of these are going to be engineering jobs. They'll be in office as well as remote. So while it focuses on the GTA. Uh, they're also saying that you don't have to live in the GTA. If you want to take part in this, you can be anywhere in Canada. If you're talented, they want to hear from you. It's a huge vote of confidence in the Canadian talent market. As we know, talent is the the major sort of limiting factor when technology companies want to grow, want to be agile. You need people who can build build solutions, who can do the hard engineering necessary to bring new products to market. Uh, and there's a, there's a dogfight. The big companies are fighting each other to find scarce talent. There isn't enough of it to go around. And Facebook saying, we're going to put a huge base right in the middle of Toronto. We're going to hire thousands of high paying, highly skilled roles into this, this new hub that is a massive vote of confidence in Canada's technology landscape.
0: And is this, do you think, a bit of a paradigm shift when it comes to how workers, particularly in the tech sector, view and see Toronto and Canada? And does this kind of blunt maybe that brain drain, Carmi, we've seen for so long with so many of our talented tech workers going to Silicon Valley that uh, Toronto is really, and I guess this further establishes Toronto as a true tech center?
1: It certainly does. You know, the old way of looking at it was when you went to school at U of T or Waterloo or one of the other major institutions in the, the southern Ontario region, uh, and then once you graduated, you, you basically uh, you know you looked south and you looked west and you tried to get a job with one of the big players in Silicon Valley. Now, a lot of those expat Canadians, in fact, many of them have come back, and they're trying to convince them. In fact, Twitter, uh, much of its uh, presence in Toronto, was encouraged by. Twitter employees, Canadians, who had gone to California, gone to the U.S. West Coast, established themselves there, came back here and said, you know what? The talent is here. We don't have to move anymore. Why don't you set up shop here? And increasingly, Silicon Valley is listening. All of the giant technology companies, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, uh, Square, you name it, everyone has a huge presence in Toronto and they're investing in more uh, office space. They're hiring more people. They're making similar announcements about hubs and centers of excellence and so that old assumption that you've got to leave canada if you want to have a top flight tech job uh that's now been turned on it's here now increasingly talent is coming here for that big time mm.
0: this is finally what kind of work will be done with this uh new venture by meta or facebook uh, when they say they've got ambitions to build out the metaverse uh, do we know what that means exactly
1: yeah the metaverse is an immersive three-dimensional world where basically it's it's it answers the question what happens after social media what does the post social media world look like Uh, And the answer is the metaverse. It mixes uh, um, artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality, extended reality. You essentially go into this digital space and you can interact with people no matter where they are around the world in a common three-dimensional space. Uh, Anyone who used uh, a platform called Second Life a number of years ago, that was kind of like an early, very primitive version of the metaverse. But uh, Facebook has essentially bet the future of the company on it. And now they're saying that Canadian talent is gonna help them get there. The 2,500 jobs that they're looking for, uh, they're gonna develop the software that powers uh, the metaverse. They're going to, they're, they're, they have something called the Canadian Reality Labs and they have AI research teams that are gonna help build uh, the virtual reality technology that underpins the metaverse. They're also uh, gonna build up what's called the remote presence engineering teams, as well as software for WhatsApp and Messenger. So lots of software engineering, but all of it somehow connected to this metaverse. And essentially, this is the future, not only of Meta, the company, but uh, from what a lot of people are saying, the very future of technology.
0: All right. Really exciting stuff. As we're here with tech expert Carmi Levy. Carmi, also wanted to ask you here this afternoon about this new study from Oxford University, which is shedding some more light on just how social media is affecting our lives and really our life satisfaction.
1: Very much so. You know, it points to they studied a number. They studied uh, 80,000 teenagers. Uh, Um, for over a year and they track their social media usage and they show that for uh, girls between the ages of 11 and 13 and for boys between the ages of 14 and 15, that increased usage of social media uh, was correlated to a reduction in, in quality of life. In other words, they felt less positive about their lives the more they used social media. Of course, this is, uh, you know, these are very important ages for development. We've known all along that there are a whole lot of questions about the impact of social media use on our kids as they develop. Uh, and so this certainly gives us a, an important window into that. And I think it's a, it's a good message for parents. Not that there's a cause and effect relationship, further study is needed, but uh, you know, simply handing your phone or handing a phone to a child and expecting them to explore it on their own, this study reinforces that parents need to be there along with their kids. There's other research, of course, that shows a positive uh, relationship between the two of them. And I think uh, study after study, there is gonna be conflict, but what really the message to me is, and I say this as a parent, be there with your child, have those conversations with your kids to make sure that whatever the impact is, whatever these studies say, the impact will be positive when it comes to your child.
0: Yeah, when it comes to social media, Carmi, does it sort of feel like we've all been inadvertently part of some kind of giant or grand uh, experiment that, uh, you know, a lot of us have signed on to social media, active on social media, and we're now just sort of discovering some of the possible side effects, if you will, or consequences?
1: I'll admit, Jeff, most days I feel like that, exactly. And the worry here is, is that technology races ahead very quickly. And our ability to really understand the implications of that technology, uh, it tends to lag. It takes a while for us to be aware of what the impact of that technology is on our lives. And I think we owe it to ourselves to ensure that we ask more questions. We don't just take social media and these platforms and these tools at face value, but uh, we ask those critical questions. Is this good or bad for me? Is this good or bad for my child? Am I using it too much? Am I using it in the right way? Uh, Am I doom scrolling my Twitter for longer than I should? Or am I simply checking it, getting what I need and then moving on with my day? I think if we were a little bit more critical about how we use these tools uh we might find that the outcomes are a little bit more positive for
0: us and you know i think that's great advice uh what you mentioned on the parenting side and also just uh, personally as well just kind of check in with yourself uh you know how am i feeling how is this affecting me am i using it too much doom scrolling should i cut back but is there also perhaps uh, i don't know is there a role for government to play here at all do you think uh, Carmi, when it comes to social media into the future
1: there certainly is and you know you know up until now the 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 playing field has essentially been wide open there are no regulations that govern how companies like facebook or meta uh twitter google and others behave uh online or behave in terms of how they design their tools and their algorithms and so there are no consequences to them if these platforms are correlated to negative mental health outcomes or are spreading misinformation and making us all feel terrible about ourselves and so I think there is a role for government to play to ensure that they play by the rules that we you know, we as a, as a society are using these tools for positive and that the negative impacts of them are at least minimized. I certainly don't want to go to the degree of you know censor, censoring these platforms or censoring you and me as we use them. But at the same time, when the algorithms are so tweaked toward uh, ad- the power of advertisers and driving revenue to the detriment of you and me. I think it, it it makes sense for the government to look into it and say, how can we level that playing field and ensure that citizens, consumers, uh, you know, all of us are a little bit more protected than we have been for all these years.
0: And just finally, also important for research like this that we've been discussing out of Oxford University to continue when it comes to social media, how we're interacting, how we're using it and the effects it's having. Uh, there's still more to be discovered here, do we think?
1: Oh, certainly. I I think, you know, if you are a a technology researcher, this is probably the best time to be alive because there's we've never had such pervasive use of technology by a global audience. And, you know, so many uh, study subjects who are willing to share uh, their information or willing to connect up their accounts uh, to these research studies. And so I look forward to seeing more research like this. I think it, it forces us to ask questions. It forces us to consider the answers that come back. And it forces us to be a little bit more critical about the technologies that we use every day. Because up until now, I think we've been treating them like shiny little bubbles. You know, it's something new. It's something cool. We've got to use it because everyone else is using it. We really haven't thought about the dark side. And I think uh, research like this forces us constructively to look at that dark side and ask ourselves some questions about how do we optimize this in our day-to-day lives.
0: All right, Carmi, appreciate the discussion as always and appreciate you answering our questions as always. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks so much, Jeff. Appreciate it as well
0: you be well. Tech expert Carmi Levy with us. We'll take a break. Stay with us.